Okay, good morning. Being that uh, Purim is coming up next few days, next uh, Tuesday, so a few people asked me to, to do like a summary of the sugyas, the themes, the themes and ideas discussed in the Mamorich Siddhis, Mamorich Siddhis Chabad on Purim. You know, there's all kinds of individual Maimarim. So I thought that's a good idea to uh, to go over the main, we'll call Purim Apitepetelis Achsidis, including, of course, the Achsidis of the Rebbe, which, as it is with all Achsidis, based on the previous Rabbeim. And there are a bunch of Sugyas. What the Rebbe added was of course the Fabrengans, the long Fabrengans on Purim, and talked about many more theme, many more themes that are not just in uh, the Maimorim. So I'll try to go over some of those as well. Now, when it comes to Purim Bechlal, it's one of those Yom Tevim that, uh, frankly, without Chesidus, it's hard to fully understand what the, uh, the power of Purim is what I mean by that is we all understand it was uh, a gzeda, a yuma, even more than the very Holocaust that we all are familiar with, where Haman convinced Achashvedesh, Lahashmid, Lahabid, Noshim, Noshim every last Jew in the Kuf Chav Zayin Medina, the Meyave Shiva Esen Beshev Medina, that was all under the control of Achashverosh, of the Persian Empire. And that's the only place where Jews lived. There was no America, and there was no Europe, at least as we know it today. Everything was under the control of Achashverosh. So it's understood that the Nes Purim that saved the Jewish people was not a small matter in that sense. But beyond that, what, what is the real Teichon of Purim? You have my Mordech Hazal, the Gemara Shabbos, that Purim is Kimu V'Kibla Yehudim, Kimu Masha Kiblu Lases. That's like a Hemshech and a conclusion to Matan Teira. But that right away brings the question, what is that connected to the Gzeda and the Ness, per se? So though Chassidus illuminates the Primius and the Shom of all uh, Mitzvahs and all Teira, but in Purim, it's even more boilet. And the truth is, I once heard the name of Rabbi Salavechik, who used to teach. He was the, come from the world of the Litvisha world, of Brisk, and before that, um, uh, all the way back to the Talmidei Hagro of uh, the Volozhin, and he was himself a grandson, of course, of Chaim Alevi, of Chaim Abrisk. And he was proud of that. But at the same time, as we know, he also learned by a Chabad Malamed in, in Kraslovich, in his city where he grew up. And uh, so in the summer, in the Bungalow colony where he was, he would teach in the months of El, so he would give a shir in Gemara. And in the months of El, he would teach Lakutatera on the parshas of uh, those parshas, uh, A, yes, A, 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 
Mamarim of El. So some of his Talmidim, and I heard it from one of his Talmidim who told me that he, they were, they, they didn't know, why is he learning the Kutateh? And they asked him, why are you learning one of these obscure Svarim Echsidis? And one of the things he said was that without the Kutateh, you can't know the difference between Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. Besides the tefillahs and the different minogim and mitzvahs of these days, what's really the, the difference between Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot? Without the Kutateh, that's what he said. And he was obviously a major Talmud Chacham, so he wasn't coming from a place where he didn't know what it says in Svarim. Uh, so with Purim, it's even more so, because as I said, when you look at it on the surface level, yes, it's a great Hatzalah, but it does what's the deeper meaning behind Purim. So to sum up briefly what the Maimonich Siddhis, I can't know, so I'll go through every one Mamish, because, for example, Samach Tzedek has a whole Sefer, Hiratera, the Shimis, and Zagil Sester. So there, there's so many different uh, Nekudis. But the general themes, and again, for the record, that Samach Tzedek himself would do this at times. He has a Shimis sometimes where he brings and says all the Sugis that the Altareb explained different years on a particular Parsha or Yom Tif. I don't, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember if he did it on Purim, he may have done it, but um, so what, I'm ta- what I'm saying is coming somewhat from there, but also my own uh, so-called research. So the sugis that we find, in, starting from Tereir, is through Shimon Megil to Purim, and then the Mitla Rebbe has a whole Sefer Shariera on Purim, and then of course the Samach Sadiq, as I just pointed out, and there's the Mamor of Marash, of Rashab. The events is in contrast to, let's say, Tzis Mitzrayim, Gulas Mitzrayim, or other Nisim, was a Nes Malubish Beteva. That's one sugi. I'll go, I'm going to go back to all these. I'm just going through the, the list. A second sugi is the sugi of, of Mechis Amolek, Homan being coming from Hagogi, from Amolek. That's by Parsha Zohar, we read before Purim. This parsha, this Shabbos, that's Minatera, the only parsha Minatera. Because the power of Zochas, Ashaslacha, Molek, Mechias, Amolek. So from the Schira comes the Mechia, meaning Ashabbos, we read it, and then Purim is the actual Mechias, Amolek, which is Mechia, the destruction of Homon, who's the central uh, villain of the story. So the concept of Amolek and everything Amolek represents Kridus, Kaltkite, Sophic, Amolek, Mater, Sophic. That's the second Sugi. A third sugya is the sugya of Purim, why it's called Purim. Purim Pur Hua Gero. The whole thing is based on the name of the Yontif. Is Purim. There's so many other names you could have given it, but that's the name because Haman threw a Gero, a Lotz, and fell out in the month of Adar, and hence we call it Purim. It seems like an incidental thing that a Chagav, he happened to throw Lotz, and if he did it a different way, so this comes to explain the gradle captures so much of what Purim is, and as uh, we shall discuss as well, and in that context as well, we might as well. Part of that sugi is also Purim connected to Yem Kippurim, to Kunezer Purim, Yem Kippurim is Kippurim. How could you say that? That Purim is only Kamoy Purim, but Yem Kippur is also a gradle. And both of them have the element of Achaz Bashana, it's one day. And Maimon Tereir and then the other Maimonim. So that's the sugya of Purim, Gerol, Achdus, Achas, its connection to Yom Kippur. Then there's the sugya of what I mentioned, Purim and Matan Tereir. It's a Shleimus and Kimu Vikibla Yehudim. 
that the Gemara says that uh, for Matan Teir alone would have been Meidor Abel Araisa, because Kofalem Harkigigis, so the Jews could have had a Taina. We didn't really fully, at our own volition, receive the Teir, the to compelled us. So Purim is Kimu Vekibla Yehudim, Kimu Masha Kibla Lasis, they on Mekayim, now they did it on their own. In the words of the Al-Tareb and Tereir, that a whole year they were Mesiris Nefesh. And they chose to be on the side of Tereir and Hashem, and that is like the conclusion of Matan Tereir, which is also like a major Chiddush. Matan Tereir and Purim. And then there is, um, obviously, the Suyas around the idea that uh, when there's a the way the Eden fight Xeda is not just Begashmias, but also Baruchnias through Limadatera, gathering of the children, Hikalu Kola Yehudim, and the status of Mordechai and Esther in that regard, and Mordechai's role and Esther's role. That's Rigir. And um, Then there's, of course, one more thing I would mention would be Achashverosh himself. The Rebbe brings this very often from the Meirer, from Maimor Echsidus, that Achashverosh is Achris Vereshe Shalei. So the whole story of Purim is really the story of the Eibishter. So even the Achashverosh Lamata is a Klippa, but in the Sheresh, as a Melech, he it represents uh, the Kusin, their whole Kant, the whole story of Purim especially when you talk about Tafshin, when the Fidik Rebbe came to America, that first Purim, Belayla would know the Shah which was the middle of the war, so it was very massive. The idea of, of in Golis itself, the Sederus and the awakening, uh, Lamaila and of course Lamata, which would ultimately bring uh, the, the Nes Purim. These are the, the general sugis of Purim. I would add that the Rebbe Nesichas has a few more things that are not so much fetish than my modern, for example, the concept of Hashgacha Pratis is very big by the Rebbe, Hashgacha Pratis. All the details, like why do we need to know the whole Suddhas, uh, that he threw the Sudha, everything, all the details, how he made the Sudha, and how the, what different type of materials that were collected, and all the Churkarpas and all that. That all the, to explain that everything in the world is all set up in order to ultimately bring Elokus into this world. So the concept of Hashgacha Pratis is a very central theme in the Rebbe Sichas. You have also a theme of the Rebbe talking about Ashpah and Goyim, the concept of Sheva Mitzvah Pleineach, that Rev Ame Yoros Misyadim, so it wasn't just like Yehudim Eisei Eru V'Simcha V'Sasim Yichar, but also that it affected the nations of the world, and uh, was in other words a nest, not just for Eden, but affected everyone around them. And, and many, many other themes that the Rebbe every year would speak. Of course, we have to, I shouldn't neglect to mention which I should have said before, two more things. The theme of Simcha, Adla Yoda, which is connected to Geirel, which we'll discuss hopefully shortly. And the concept of Simcha, especially Adla Yoda, the highest level of Simcha, Yehudim Eiser, Erev Simcha V'Sosnum Yekar, Simcha Peiriz Geder, and Purim bringing out that deep Simcha. The theme of Isapcha, Achedesh Hashanepach Lehem, that's not just the Simcha and Eir, but also one that came from Cheshach, and, um, and, uh, and, and that, the different protim in that as well. And um, I'm going to add one more thing. Uh, I talked about the Ashpah and the Velt. 
Oh, there's the sugya that the Rebbe also speaks about at the end of Megillah where it talks about Rotzilat Revachov, Kolachov, Mordechai's role as, even though on one hand he was from the Sanhedrin and, uh, and the Talmud Chochem, but he also went into Askonis Tzibur, so to speak. So the whole role of him becoming a Mishnah Lamelech and Yehitz Lamelech and everything that Mordechai became, essentially the similar to the idea of, of, of Ashpa and the Velt, but how did that affect his Teda, Teda and Aveda, basically connecting it to Shlichus in general, that we have to, on one hand, of course, be Lem Teda, but also at the same time, when you have the power to be Mashpia and others. The Rebbe used this especially when many people put him with come as guests, people from government officials or writers or journalists. So the Rebbe would often use that, that uh, the theme of Purim to explain how you have to use your opportunities and your chushim and your connections to obviously bring Ketayda, uh, Gedusha, Elokus into the Welt. So that's a summary. I can't say I was exhaustive and maybe I missed one or two things, but pretty much covers the whole uh, gamut of, of the Inyanim of Purim. But what is, uh, and there's obviously much common denominator between these themes. I want to go over now some of these more in detail. And of course, everything comes down to Hayroa Bachaim, what the lessons are. So let's start with the first one I mentioned about that, um, that what Purim stands out is the idea of that it's a Nesma Lubish Beteva. So in the Maimonic Siddhis, it talks about three types of Hanogis, Elam, uh, Hanogis, the Ebrishta, how he runs the world. So there's Nisim Gluyim where you see openly the suspension of nature, like the Mitzrayim, the Makis, and many other things that happened that were begoli, a suspension of, of nature that nobody can deny. Then you have things that are Nesim Aluboshim Beteva. I mean, of course, I should mention Kriyus Yamsov as a Hemshach to Matan The Mamish Nisim that don't happen, uh, that clearly is a suspension of the laws of nature, Chukia Teva. Then there's a Nesma Lubish Beteva, that's like Purim, is the classic example, where when you look at it with the naked eye, you don't see uh, a miracle happening necessarily. But then when you look back, you look at all connected dots, you realize a major miracle has happened. I'm gonna go into more detail in a moment. And then there's Teva Mamish, which is also Lukus. When the sun rises in the morning, and uh, other things that happen that we breathe 18 times every hour, every minute rather, and everything functions by a healthy human being, we can take it for granted, but that itself is also a miracle. It's not a miracle Malubish Beteva, it's not a miracle Begoli, but the very Teva itself. They used to create it, and maintains it and sustains it. That's the three ways that essentially the world can run. And in the Mamorim, it explains that the, they're all connected because they're all about Gilea Lakus, because the goal is Lasis Lakosh Baruchu, Nasava Kosh Baruchu, Lias Lais Baruch, Dira Betachtenim. So it has to be a Dira Betachtenim. So since it's Tachtenim, it has to be Melubishan Tachtenim, Begidri Tachtenim. So that's why we don't just ignore Teva. The Ibish himself won't ignore it. Even Kriya Samsub is called Koshuk Kriya Samsub. Because Hashem himself bound himself to the laws of nature that he created because he wants tachtenim. He doesn't want us to destroy it. We don't destroy the world. That's why the famous story with the Alter Rebbe, that when he went to prison and he was on the boat and wanted to be Makadish de Levana, and the captain of the boat ship did not want to stop. So Alter Rebbe himself 
caused the miracle to stop it. And then he let the boat continue, and then he asked him to stop it. So the famous question, if the Al-Tarebbe could stop it on his own, what does he need the captain to stop? Because mitzvahs have to be done with Al-Khateva. You don't do mitzvahs with that way for Nisi. There are times that things happen when there's no choice or so, but Bechlau has to be Bechlau. And Le'ekosh Baruch Nisi Le'magona, Ebshin doesn't just do Nisim, everything has to be Bechateva. So, on the other hand, you want a Gilead Lekus. So that's why you have some things that is a Gilead Lekus Mamish, that's like Yitzis Mitzrayim Begoli, Nisim Gluim. Then you have um, Teva itself, which is Mamish Gidri Tachtenim, and then you have a Mamutza Beinayim. What's the Mamutza? Nes Melubish Beteva. So on one hand, it's Teva, because it's working through the natural means, but the truth is there's an invisible hand of Hashem there. And, the wise, and that's why the name of Hashem is not mentioned in Megillah, because because we want to talk how the Hebrews is running the world and running the events, the Helen and Alavush. As the Rebbe points out in different Mechtavim Klolim and letters and Sichas, that when you look at the story, the story of Purim, the Megillah, spans over a period of seven to nine years. It didn't all happen in one day or one year even. So, threw a party. And that party has also lasted some time. And then he, the, the Vashti fell out, of disfavor, fell, into disfavor, fell out of favor. He has her killed. Then the choosing and looking for, uh, for uh, another bride. All this is Meshach's map. Then Mordechai happens to hear over here the plot of Bixam Eseresh. Then Homan's conspiracy against the Eden. So there are Svarim that talk when each thing happened. We don't always know exactly. But it all didn't happen within one day or one month. It happened over years. And then Belayla, another seemingly random event that the king had insomnia. He couldn't sleep at night. What's the connection? And it's happening over years. If we lived then, no one would even think that anything is happening behind the scenes. You'd see everything for what it is. There was a Suda, Vashti is killed, Esther is chosen, happens to be Esther is chosen. Mordechai happens to overhear the plot against the king. He, the king, a while later, happens to be, can't sleep at night. And they happen to read to him the story of Mordechai, then he wants to reward him. I mean, all the pieces on their own, even if they happened in one week, then you could say, okay, it's pretty much a setup. But here it's over the years. Who would have noticed it? But when you put it all together and you look back and you see that everything, every person was in the right place. The choreography is impossible to ignore. That everything was in the right place. Had Mordechai not overheard Bixim B'Shadosh, so the Divina Yomim would never have been written about it and Mordechai would never have been rewarded and the whole story would have, could it have happened a different way? Yeah, it could always happen. The same thing, if, if Vashti wasn't killed, which again seemed completely undisconnected, and Esther wasn't chosen. So everybody was in the right place at the right time. And the end of the story, nine years later, it all works out. So it's a tremendous lesson, firstly, in how the Ibishta runs the world. To each one of us, we look at things in our personal lives. And sometimes you think things are good. Sometimes, God forbid, it seems like a setback. And things seem disconnected. What do we know? We live on the ground level, on the earth, you only see what's happening right now. 
We don't see what will be tomorrow. We don't know what the other things are happening in the world right now. But then when you connect the dots, a story, a narrative emerges. That's not just a story. It's a story of a tremendous satsala, miracle mamash. So this is one theme, which of course takes Purim into a whole other level, that Purim has a tremendous lesson. You don't find that in Sis Mitzrayim. Obviously, Ashgoch HaPratis is everywhere. Sis Mitzrayim and Golas Mitzrayim is also Ashgoch HaPratis, Kemuvah. But there, the focus is much more on the on the Dvorim Gluyim that happened. On the, uh, meaning the Nisim Gluyim. And here, it's Belubish Betava. And the Rebbe and the Sikhs make this a very big thing in our personal lives, because it doesn't always have to take on the shape Meaning Yad Hashem doesn't always have to take on the shape of something that is fireworks and you see it Begali and everything. It could be working behind the scenes to the point that you can even um, forget that it's Yad Hashem. You can forget the name of the Eibishter. And yet, this is the deepest level of a nest because because it's Malubish Bateva. And the goal, of course, is to teach us that Teva itself even that which doesn't appear to be set up for ourselves, even like things like I said, natural things that we call nature. So Belashan of the Chacham Tzvi and Chassidus uh, brings it that even Teva is Nisim. Teva is basically Nisim Tchufis, as he calls it. If the sun were to rise once in our lifetime, we think it's a miracle. But since it happens every day, since every second we're breathing, Baruch Hashem and other things seem so natural, we take it for granted. But why is it not less of a miracle? Just because it's happening many things in a row? Just because of that? Now the Baal Shem Tev says, the difference between Nes and Teva is only frequency, how often it happens. This is theme number one. Which leads me to the next, we talked about Mechiyas Amalek. Mechiyas Amalek is actually the exact opposite. What is Amalek Tainim? Amalek comes from the word and Suffolk. He throws in doubts and kalkite. What did Amalek do? Chassidus explains. Right after Eden came out of Mitzrayim, they were all excited to move on after this tremendous uh, gollus, terrible gollus, they were, they, were, they were redeemed. Amalek throws in kalkite. Right away, he's Amalek, that he comes against, attacks the Eden. Chassidus explained because that's what happened when a person gets inspired. I say to this, so Amalek, the Amalek Shabakirbacha, comes and throws Kalkite and says, don't, be, don't take it so seriously, don't get so excited. In many ways, it's the worst possible clipper. Because when you have a clipper like Pare, Pare is a managed mamish, and he says, it's a lakim, he doesn't recognize the the whole force of his own. A Sufik, you'd think, is Nishta Zegifelach, a Sufik. But we know, Sufikis is the worst possible thing because Sufik paralyzes you. When you have an enemy, yes, it's not a good thing, you have to, but you, you're going to fight the enemy. You have at least the merits, the strength, the, the, the willpower, the fortitude to fight. But a Sufik throws in this cult kite and you don't know what to do. What happens when you don't know what to do? You get paralyzed, stuck. So the second sugi here about Amalek is making sure that we have to eliminate every element of Kaltkite and Sveikas. In my modern, for example, the Rebbe Rashab, Tafresh Pei, remember Beis Nisan, the Stalkas of the Rebbe Rashab is a few, 
two weeks after Putin, basically. So we know that that was then a time, a terrible time. The Evsexia, the, the communists, the Bolsheviks were rising. And everyone knows the story of Putin, Tafresh Pei, the Rebbe Rasha was fabrenging, and they had sent in their Meraglim, their spies, to come there. And what he was doing was everything was forbidden by, by, by law, by communist law. First of all, gathering together. Second of all, with Mashke and Chaim and Simcha. Thirdly, they had money on the table, because it was always a Magbis pudding. And the Chassidim wanted to hide the money, and they wanted to, because these guys were standing in the back, and the, and the Rebbe Rashab said the famous words, speaking about Amalek, put him today. He says, clip is heder. When heder is rikem etzias, and if you don't, and if you don't give it any sin to smoke him, heder will come bottle be atzmeh. And suddenly it says in the sikhs, the shima of those of putting man tafresh pay, that yet, yeah, that miraculously, people were wondering that these two, the two maraglim, these two spies, communists, walked out as if nothing happened. It's exactly as the Rebbe Rashad predicted. And nothing came of it. So this is the, the sugya of Amalek and Bittl and Mechiyas Amalek. Of course, Haman represents that. Now, what was bothering Haman? What was bothering Haman? So the famous sikha from the Rebbe put him Tavshech of Hay. The, the Baal Achritz and the Baal HaTal tale where uh, it talks about two people had a field, this one had a hole in his field, this one had a mound in his field, so they said, you know, take my earth, my mound, and, and fill up your hole. And the Medr says, this is a marshal for Pachashverish and Homa, two different types of anti-Semitism. One is that the Jews stand out, and one of them that they create a hollow that we feel empty. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. I once gave a whole share on this sikha. Uh, but the Rebbe explains how Homan represents Amalek and represents, with Achshverish as well, represents the different approaches of how we, they, they, they saw Eden as reminding them of Elokus. So you want to eliminate anything that reminds you. Atamedai. The Eden are like the witnesses. So what do you do? A criminal likes to kill the witness. You kill the witness so as if it didn't happen. So the Eden represent the passion the commitment to something greater. And, and homo is the exact opposite, the, the ultimate of yeshes. This explains in this sugya that they both, the remus, the remus of kedusha is a remus of bitl. The remus of homon is a remus of yeshes. He was the ultimate yesh. But this wasn't just a personality thing, it also represented what Amalek represents. Amalek cannot stand any chayas and slavos and baramkite and, and warmth and passion to, to, to Elokus. It's all about the yesh. And the bitl of Haman, therefore, represents the bitl of that yeshes, and that kalkite, and that sveik, those sveikas. Whereas avade Hashem hitilasecha, Kedusha is a vadois, is a clarkite and a clarity, as Mordechai had. Now we're talking already about that. Another sugi, the Rebbe Sichas, a lot is about Gein Yankif of Mordechai. Remember a number of times the Rebbe pointed out that you know, some people think that the only way to succeed is sometimes to be mavater and compromise. Let's say if you're working in an office, you don't have to stand out as a yid. You know, should melt in, you should... Uh, um, be, be, be anonymous so people don't see you stand out. So we learn from Mordechai, exact opposite. 
the Yichar Vilayishtachava, even though everybody else bent, and you could have made a taina that was the big thing. Homan Kula. So fine, there's the Shiloh where the Homan was Avedizara, it was wearing an Avedizara. But Mordechai could have found some diplomatic way to, to work it out, and no, certain things you don't compromise. And on, on the contrary, that ultimately makes people respect you. And it's ultimately the key to success, even though initially it may seem that it'd be a lot easier not to show in the Rebbe's words that, that the Goyesha Velt wants to see Eid be a proud Eid. They don't want to say Eid was trying to be a Goy, which is one of the challenges that was also part of his unanimous Me'esis Russia, which is talking about another sugi. It's also on that. So about it, the ideas of assimilation and Jewish pride and gain Yankif. But it all comes back to the bitl of the bitl of the of Yeshis, where the Haman and Molik represent Yeshis Elam, Mordechai represents Bitl and that's why Mordechai is called Hayyuhudi, part of the sugya. That you see Idna called Yehudi. Why Yehudi? Not Yisrael or other names, because Yehudi, like the Gemara says, comes from the word Kolha Meida Ba'ashem, Kefer Ba'vedezara Meida Ba'ashem. So Yehudi captures the essence of what Mordechai was, Aida and Bitl, the opposite of the Yeshus of Haman, Yehudi, Ish Yehudi, B'chayyabeshush Nabira, and um, represents Heida and Bitl, which is the essence of Layichter V'layishtachavet, not to bow, to stand strong, and Bitl to the Eberster, we have one Eberster, and nothing else, we don't bow to anything, not to people and not to what man-made objects. And that is the ultimate yisod and power, which gave uh, the Eden the power of that amuna that allowed the, the, the nest to manifest itself. So that's, uh, so that's the concept of Yehudi, and uh, Yehudi, why the word Yehudi is used throughout the Megillah. So as a segue from that, we'll move to the next sugi, which is the Kimu Vikibla Yehudi. That's like the whole point. What's the word? that obviously nothing compares to Matan Teireh. That was the major event. But there was still, because Dira B'tachtenim, like I said before, with Nes Malubish B'teva, the Dira B'tachtenim, you want to have that it should be Malubish in the Gidre Ha'elam. In order to be Malubish by Gidre Ha'elam, you need to have it functioning in a way that is, uh, that manifests in that way. So that's why the sugya of uh, of of Matan uh, was more mamaila lamata, fierech, vayeret Hashem al Hasinai, Matan from the word matona, was a gilim mamaila, and taka kofalim harkegigis, which means he took the har and like a canopy over the Eden, and the Gemara's lashon is that he he like gave them an ultimatum, either they accept the tater or not. The Alter explains that the kofalim hakigigis was avarabo. Like when you really love someone, you surround them, you embrace them. But, but it's still the Eberster's initiation. He initiated it. So there was still an element of lacking mamata lamail. And that's why we have a Purim. Purim comes and that demonstrates that even mamata lamail, in Darke Ateva, and it was a big zeta against the Eden. They stood, they withstood that, that, that uh, gzeda, like the Alter Rebbe says, the Chol Shona, they stood by Mesidus Nefesh, ready to give their lives. And we see the learning of Tate and everything they did and fasting in order to demonstrate their commitment. 
And that ultimately turned things around. So Purim essentially is adding an element of Mamatla Maila into the Maila Mata Matan Teda. That's the, 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 the gist of it. Now, with that, we can go over to the sugya of why it's called Purim, Gero. Which, as I said, seems like a strange name to give the, to call the Yomtev Lats. We'll call it, imagine a Yomtev called Gero. Why? Because Haman threw a Gero. So Chassidus explains that Gero is not so posh. It brings in Shuvah Sagainim, you know, that one of the ways the land of Israel was divided was through a gadol. There was through the Shvatim, there was through Yerusha, other things, but also gadol. What's a gadol? Gadol seems so random. You throw a gadol. So the Chubis again says, no, someone that questions the results of a gadol is like questioning Asher Sadibris. Because everything is Ashgach HaPratis. Gadol is exactly the same idea. The Abishta runs the world. To us, it may seem random. You're just throwing lots. Who cares? But it's not the case. And that's why both Purim and Yom Kippur have a girdle in them. The girdle Yom Kippur is with the Sel Azazel. Which Sel? Why? The Ebrishti can't say, choose the, the right uh, Sel to, to bring as a carbon, and the other one they throw down the Azazel. It has to be Begadel. So this explains, because Gadel is Lamaila Masechel. Apisechel, there's things you make a Cheshben, you don't have to throw lots. You decide. Who are you giving what to? Let's say a uh, person wants to divide their assets, so you can give to one to one child, to another child. But Gadol, you're relying on something that's Lamayla Masechel. So even though Haman, maybe Begashmi, didn't know it, but he did know enough. He was not a, he was a sorcerer. He was like a, like a Bilam. He had the idea Daselian. So in some way he understood the power of Gadol. And he trusted it. And he knew if he throws a gale, it's not a his cheshman. It means that that's the right time. And then indeed, when it fell in the month of Adar, and he knew that month of Adar, Meshul Rabbeinu was nostalgic. By him, that was the Simcha. That he chose a perfect month, a month when the great leader, the greatest leader of all of the Eden, passed away. Of course, he didn't know that he was also born then, as the Gemara said. But the point being is that he, that he relied on something that was the Maila in uh, Yom Kippur, the girl is the Gdusha, of course, because there it's about the Seh, the Seh, which, which Seh goes La Zoza, and which one will be brought by the King Adel. So, um, but it also represents something, Lamayla Maaseich. So the way the Altar Rebbe, my mother, explained it, because that there's two, two stories in Aveda. One is Lamayla Mitam Vedas, and one is Betam Vedas. There are times, most of the time, Tamid and Kisidra in Aveda is Betam Vedas. And it's in a way of you know, step after step. But there are times you need to have a dilug. You need to have a leap that is not going up in Tamvadas. In the language of Chassidus, Tamvadas is the Aveda in Nefesh Roch and Shama, which is in the Esses Vidas. And the Maila Tamvadas is Chaya and ultimately Yechida. On the language of, of uh, the Svidas, Keser of Atzilas, that's higher than, uh, than the, 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 the Keches Gluim or the Svidas Gluim. So, two days in the year you call. So, you have Pesach is seven days, or eight days out of Atzilas. Uh, Sukkot is the same thing. Shavuos is two days. But there's two Yom Tevim 
that on one day, Yachaz B'Shana says clearly in the Torah, and Yom Kippur, and the second one is Purim, one day. Yem Echot. And what the Alter Rebbe explains why, because Achas represents Achdus, Yechida, and this is a level, when you're not talking about Yitra, Nefeshuach, Neshama, Aveda, Pitam, Vedas, is structured. Kifun Keiches, Chabad Shabbat is Chagas, Ave, Yira, all the different kavim of the tzir of Aveda of a person. But then there's an Aveda like Mesiris Nefesh, Kabbalah Seil. Kabbalah Seil is a Dover Amashvah Sakel. When you say Hashem and Hashem is face of a Tzivonu, that's an Akuda Klolis, that's a central common denominator in all mitzvahs. Then you say La Nech Tfilm, Ala Tifus Talas, Ala Chilas Matzah, whatever it may be, Mikra Megillah. But the the Hashem and Hashem, the Kabbalah Seil, so Kabbalah Seil, Machal Shamayim, that's a Kabbalah Seil Klolis. It's Achas. One Akuda that equalizes all the mitzvahs and all the it's, the, it's the sheer commitment that you have. In the language of the Mechilta, Kabul Machuse, Vachra Kabul Gzeresa. Machuse, Kabul Machuse is you're accepting the Ebishta as your king, as your authority, without not going into details. Then that's Kabbalah Sel Machasam, then comes Kabbalah Sel Mitzvahs, then the Ebishta tells them, Kabul Gzeresa, here are the mitzvahs I want you to do. Tayag Mitzvahs, Amach Mitzvahsesa. 248 positive, 365 negative mitzvahs. Purim, we'll stop with him, is that Achaz Bashana? That's why it's a day of tshuva, because it went to a place that's higher than the tzir of mitzvahs, like we say, Chesidah says, not just Rotzen Hashem, because they didn't were Avram Rotzen Hashem, they built an eagle. But it's Baal HaRotzen. Moshe was able to access Baal HaRotzen. Baal HaRotzen is the mitzvah mitzvahs. And that's where really tshuva comes from. It comes from a place where you went above the structure. Because if you go by the structure, the structure says that Aved is Yarek Val Yaver, and the Eden built Aved They built a golden calf. It was gravest sins. They had heard 39 days earlier. But Mesh was able to access even a higher level. You'd give him a Sarachimim. Everything he accomplished, the 80 days. It took 40 days for him to receive the Torah. It took 80 days for him to get forgiveness. Because he reached the Achas, the Kudus Ardus, the Yochid Lamaila, which in turn also is connected to the Yechidish and Benefesh Lamata. And that's why Yom Kippur is, not one, is only one day, because oneness represents that absolute Achdus Abshuta that you need to access in order. So the Aveda, Apitam Vedas, is not a Veda of Yom Kippur. Kemuvin is a scholar, every day has also, the Kippur, there's also a carbon tummit, but was a higher type of level of carbon tummit. So there's still certain to meet and consider. But the essential power of Yom Kippur is one that's Lamaila, it's a Maila of Yechida, the five prayers of Yom Kippur. Nefesh Ruch Neshama is connected to the three tefillas, Shabbos and Yontif Yad Musaf Chaya, and Yom Kippur Nila, the fifth tefillah is Yechida. And Yechida has the power to mechapra al And that's the power of Achad Pashana of Yom Kippur. And that's why Gredel, that's why the Kapoda, through the cell as well as on the cell, is not Stam. It's be done dafka and that's a keli. What's a keli for a mile matam vidas? When you throw a Gredel. If you make a cheshman that makes up Yisechel, that's very good for certain things. You need to have, of course. When you sit in a bezden or a rov, paskin zadin, he has to, can't do it by Gredel. You have to do it by looking into the halachas and, the, and seeing what the, looking into the details and applying chachmas to understand. That's chachmas 
But if you want to reach a place that that's through Gail. And, and Purim is exactly the same thing. So even though uh, Muhammad probably did not learn the Maimorech Siddhis and know all these Kavanas, but like it says, the Rebbe brings in order about uh, it says, Yehuda. Did Yehuda know, Siddhis gives a whole explanation that Yehuda, Yehuda, that Yehuda is Malchus, uh, Maisa, and uh, Yesef is Talmud, uh, uh, etc. And the whole beard of Hagoshes, uh, Talmud, and Maisa, Gula Litvila. You learn the whole Mamorik Siddhis, so the Rebbe, there's a order in the, I think, in Tavshim Memches or Memtes. The Rebbe said, the question is, what do you mean? The Yehuda, when he was going over it to him, he didn't know it was Yasef. So all these Beurim and Mamorim, who, who knew about it? Yehuda knew that he's going over to Yasef. We know that the Apipshat, he didn't know it was Yasef. But until Yasef revealed himself, it was a shock to all of them. He saw, thought Yasef was a Melech, was the Mishal Melech, didn't know who he was. So the Rebbe says that, Yesef, that Yehuda Lamata didn't know. But the Shedish and Yanim knew. So Alderich Zeh, Lahavdu, Haman, whether he knew all the miles of a gadol, I mean, you could say he was a, he was, they say, like, like a bilam, like a, a, in the umazeh. So he may have had a deeper understanding and he did rely on the gadol, but regardless, what we got from it, like it is with all these things, is we got away from it. We, we take from it that Haman gave us a gift, whether he knew or not, or Mazlai Chazi, he gave us the gift of Purim to be Megal, that the Etzim of Purim is actually. The name of Purim captures the etzim of this yamtiv, the achas and yechida of greater lemalim etam vedas. I don't think I saw in my modern why dafka came from Haman. You know, had Mordechai thrown a greater, it's one thing. But I guess it's also because the theme of Purim is another uh, theme. Is also chedesh hashenepach lahem, the isapches. So it came dafka from the opposite. I'm just speculating. I don't think I saw that anywhere. But regardless, it comes from him. But it's the essential name, Purim. Similar to what we say about Moshe Rabbeinu. Who, who, name, who gave Moshe the name Moshe? Not Amram and Yecheved, his Jewish parents. It came from Bas Pare. And so it's the same question. Moshe, what kind of name is Moshe? They gave him a name, Hananya, or uh, the different names that the, that, um, the Gemara teaches us. We don't even know the name of Moshe. That they, I mean, we know it, but it's very... Uh, most, most people have no idea what those names are. Tuvia, Matoiv. Because Moshe, because she was machavin to the essence of Moshe, mina mayim mishisua. That is, the Shedish Hanashama came from mayim al-Madiskas, as the Altareb explains. So the name Purim ultimately captures the essence that it's about reaching the Chidusha Benefesh, like the Altareb explained in Tanya, that when, when there's a sarkona, when there's a sarkona, that's when the Philokal Shabakalim becomes the Shedish, and that's exactly what happened. And of course, this is also hinted to in the name Esther, Haster, Aster, Pone, in Hel, the Hester, and all the Cheshech that, uh, that that Kufa brought. And of course, Lefierach, the Cheshech is the Simcha, which is the Yisrael in Achesha, and that's why it's Adela Yoda, also Lemaila Metam Vedas. Because anything less does not, not, is not going to um, justify the Gadol element. So Purim, Adla Yoda, it's not Chaz Shalom, you don't know the difference between Homan and Mordechai. But you get to a place that's higher than Cheshach and Eir, that has the power to be Mahapa Cheshach to Eir. So I don't know if I covered everything, but I think I covered enough to, to have a good Simchas Purim, Apich Siddis, and uh, everyone should have a Fredach and Purim, a Fredach and Tomid, a Fredach and Chedesh Go for Mismach, Go